Good morning. Time for our cool conversation. I'm George Plummer. With us today, we have Liz Taylor, the Grady County 4-H coordinator. And Liz, good to have you on the show today. It's great to be with you, George. And you brought one of your youth leaders uh, with you today? I certainly did. I brought Shelby Kelsey. Uh, I'm going to let Shelby introduce herself because she has quite a few titles behind her name. All right. Well, Shelby, thanks for coming in. And I know, uh, man, you're I don't know how you do all that you do, but uh, you've got quite a few things locally and at the state level that you work with. Yes. So, hi, I'm Shelby. Thanks for having me, George. Sure. I am the State 4-H Vice President. I'm a State 4-H Ambassador for the for Oklahoma. I am the Southwest District President. I'm also the Aeropocasset Junior 4-H Leader, and as well as my county's um, Vice President. So uh, you've been doing 4-H for how many years now? Be 10 years. 10 years. Did you ever think you'd be in a spot like this where you'd uh, serving all these leadership <laughs> positions? No, <laughs> not at all. I really joined 4-H just because of my older brother mm -hmm. and my mom was my Clover Bud leader and then my junior 4-H leader. So I really just joined because of them. But now that I've been in it for so long, I couldn't imagine myself doing it or not doing it. So are you going to be a senior this yes, year? So yes. uh, just another added pressure for you. So, <laughs> you know, it sounds like you can handle it with everything you're doing already mm -hmm. with 4-H. Yes. So, uh, and you just got elected state vice president mm -hmm. just a couple of months ago, right? Yes, a couple of weeks ago. Just a couple of weeks ago. It's a, the, the state convention, right? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk about that a little bit. And so, Grady County did pretty well. Yes, yeah. we did do super well. So when you're running for a state office at our State 4-H Roundup, um, you have to give a speech on stage in front of the whole count or the whole district. Sorry, the whole, whole state. state. Yes, sorry, the uh, whole state. How many? How many there? About six hundred. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. So. And then not only do you have to give a speech, but you also have to do like a town hall presentation sort of thing. So the old officers will ask the new ones elected or the candidates. To, yeah. 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 To answer two or three questions. And you have like a minute or two to answer that question in front of everybody. So it's kind of like an like a Miss America kind of question. Wow, that's great. So, Liz, yeah. I know you're, Liz, you're awful proud of all your kids because they did I so well. I certainly am. Yes. You know, um, this year we actually had three state winners uh, and two scholarship winners. We had uh, Shelby Kelsey that was named the uh, winner in Advanced Achievement. Uh, Sage Payne was the winner in Advanced Leadership. And Mesa Payne was the winner in... Uh, public speaking and not only were they just named winners a $1,200 scholarship goes along with that nice little title uh, Sage Payne also got a graduating senior scholarship uh, from the rule of law and uh, one of my former 4-H'ers uh, Bailey White received a $1,200 uh, 4-H alumni scholarship so we're all we're very proud of uh, the fact so we brought home six thousand dollars in scholarships this year and uh, I had lots of kids that were really active doing stuff let's talk about the county 4-H in general and how many clubs are there and how many well, you know, all together and all that um, so. 4-H uh, enrollment started August 1st okay. you enroll every year just like you enroll for school you enroll in 4-H every year August 1st so uh, but we have 14 different clubs across the county uh, basically in all parts of the in all parts of the county and a couple special interest club we have a horse club 
we have a shooting sports club we have archery um so we we do a variety of things and um we have uh over 20 certified 4-h volunteers that means they've gone through trainings they've had a background check and we know that uh they've been prepared to work with with the kids on on variety of projects and last year you had about 300 students all together yeah 285 Mm -hmm. uh which which actually means it was up by about 20 percent uh over the year before we fell of course during covid like most places did but uh, we're up around 285 now which is a really good number now is there is there a 4-h club in about every school district can we say just about or? every school mm-hmm. district uh, uh one of our newest clubs is at friend school we don't have one at pioneer i'm still working on that i'm also working on getting a volunteer at bridge creek but tuttle ampo verdon minko uh rush springs ninica yeah sounds like about everybody just so. about every place has a 4-h club and we also have uh clubs that uh are for we have one club that is made up of almost strictly uh homeschool 4-hers okay so so we also have that covered uh and one of the unique things about 4 H is you don't have to if you go to school at minko you don't have to be in the minko 4-h club you can be in the shooting sports club uh, you can do, uh, mm-hmm. you can be in any 4-H club. In fact, you can be in multiple 4-H clubs. And 4-H has been around for how long, Shelby? Long time. A long time. <laughs> Liz, how would do you say how many years? 4-H started in 1902, and it started in Oklahoma in 1909, but okay. nationally mm-hmm. 1902. So we've been around a little over 120 some give, years. give or take D- yeah. you know i'm not that old but but you know <laughs> none of us are <laughs> but no it's it is one of the uh oldest youth organizations in the united states and it is uh it is the largest youth organization in the world because although 4-h started in uh indiana and spread through the midwest uh and the south very quickly because of our agricultural roots there's actually 4-h programs in over 80 countries very nice Mm -hmm. very nice Mm -hmm. uh and so many different uh subject areas shelby you mentioned uh, some of yours that you're involved in so i'm involved in achievement and community service and instead of just being one thing because i really love family and consumer sciences but instead of just doing that i can do achievement and do community service family and consumer sciences fashion and fabrics child care public speaking leadership i can do the whole shebang with all just one project area that way i can get everything all right and then you've also got you do community service separate mm-hmm. all right is that yes. right yes uh, do you have a have a, your, your project selected yet for this year I actually am doing the YES project for my senior year. I'm, I'm calling it YES because it's Year in Excellence as my senior year, and I'm going to do a different community service project every month of this year. Do you have an idea of what you might be doing early? You know, you've got the whole year to work on it, I'm sure, but yes. uh, one a month, you have the first one or two selected? So for August, I plan on doing um, their little children child find yes child find Mm -hmm. uh things we will take pictures and get heights weights and pictures of kids so their parents can have it in case they come up missing okay we hate that great project it is a really good project yes and a backpack full of um 
school supplies as well for those kids. Yep, school starts pretty quick, and I know it's next week for you guys at yes, APO, yes, but, yes. Uh, but uh, uh, good things. Thanks for being with us this morning on the Cool Conversation. We're talking uh, to some folks with the Grady County 4-H, but there's one in every county, Liz, I guess? Yes, 4-H is in every single county, just like Cooperative Extension is. Some programs are stronger than others. I'm really proud to say that Grady is one of the strongest in the state. Uh, But, yeah, we have 4-H across the state of Oklahoma. Caddo County's got a pretty active program. Caddo County has a really nice program. All right, so what's the age for 4-H'ers generally? Generally. Generally, it's 9 to 19. If a child is in the third grade and is 8 by September 1st, they can also join. It's it's one of those little, it's a little bit hard, but Mm -hmm. I always just say generally 9 to 19 years old. All right, and the enrollment going on right now? Enrollment starts, yes, the Mm forage enrollment starts August 1st, and we take enrollment throughout the year, uh, basically up until the 1st of July, because we want that month of July to be able to clean out our rolls to make sure everything is is good and proper and prepare it for the next year. Uh, It is a $20 enrollment fee uh, per child. And it's for the whole year? For the whole year. Okay. Yeah, $20. If your family has over three kids that are in 4-H, it's $60. Um, if you have nine kids in your family, you can enroll all nine of them for 60 bucks. 60 bucks. That's a deal so, right there. That's right. And part of that goes, part of that stays right here in the, stays mm-hmm. in the county. And part of it goes to support the state program. Let's talk about the county fair coming up. It's just a few weeks away and uh, 4-H big in that. Do you have any projects, Shelby, that you're going to be having sadly i don't this Ah. year i know i'm usually sewing i have sewing projects i've had Mm -hmm. in there before i made a blanket last year and i put that in there and there are some posters that i've put in there um but honestly the county fair is my favorite time of the year she actually still has time to make some things okay she will get (laughs) get busy um but no yeah we uh any any 4-h'er with our still exhibits those are our non-livestock exhibits um there's actually over a hundred things they could enter. Now we don't get all people doing a whole no, like a no. hundred, but um, it's not unusual to have twenty or thirty uh, get to have twenty or thirty entries. And of course, all the livestock uh, that is uh, shown, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, county horse show, act, the horse show actually took place last weekend. This last weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the one place that the 4-H'ers and youth can show their chickens and rabbits, uh, which is, uh, this is the only time during the year right, in the yeah. county. I mean, you could lo- get lots of opportunities for the, the pigs and the lambs and the uh, swine yeah. and, the, and the cattle. Yeah, uh, but the livestock, yeah, and then, mm-hmm. but the other the other livestock. Right. So how many different project areas are there in 4 I mean, and I, I know this started in agriculture, so it was most, mostly fruit prep and the animal showing, things like that. But so much advanced technology these days, and you've there got are, some, good, some great, some smart 4-H kids. You in, got it. In, uh, some, in the tech world. Yeah, we have, uh, there's actually over 84 different 4-H projects. I really like to say if it is something the child is interested in, we can make it a 4-H project. Uh, And, yeah, we have kids that are doing photography. We have kids that are doing science, technology, engineering. Some robotics type stuff. We have robotics. We we just have a good variety 
so 4-H isn't the, you know, hogs, horses, hay, and heifers like people think it is. There's a I, I never heard that analogy. <laughs> yeah. What does 4-H actually stand for, Shelby? 4-H stands for head, heart, hands, and health. Um, and we pledge all of those during our meetings and everything we do when we do our 4-H pledge. All right. Meetings once a month, right? Yes. For each yes. club generally? Each club generally has a meeting once a month. Sometimes they'll have more. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll... Uh, they usually come up with a time that works best for the majority of the of the kids. Some of them meet uh, directly after school, at the school. Some meet most, but most meet in the e- uh, early evenings. Uh, some meet at the extension office. Some meet at community buildings. Some at somebody's home, probably. I would sometimes. Guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we try to make it so it's something for everyone. And you know, 4-H, although. It is only for kids, you know, kids 9 to 19. There's a Clover Bud program for kids that are 5 to 8 years old. Mm-hmm. And they meet once a month. They usually meet once a month as well. But the thing that I think is most important about 4-H is it actually, we don't want just kids. We want families. We want those, 4-H gives parents and kids something to work on together. And that's something that's missing in our world today. So it, it strengthens families by having common goals. Right. And I'm sure you've got uh, grandparents are involved, too. Yes. Right? Parents, yes. grandparents, sometimes even great-grandparents yep. and aunts that's and uncles. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how about you, Shelby? Uh, how many generations in your family in 4-H? My dad was in 4-H when he was younger. My mm-hmm. mom never really was in it. Um, but she did start our AMPO Junior 4-H Club when I was a junior, or like when I was like a third, fourth uh-huh. grade. Awesome. And my brother was in it, and um, I saw how much he fell in love with it, and I was like, this is what I want to do. And that's actually, I'm actually going to school to be a 4-H educator, so this program has definitely helped bring that out in me, and Liz has definitely helped me in that <laughs> direction, right. too. Sounds great. Uh, Sounds like you're gonna be great. So Thank good you. luck with that. She's got so. a good she's got a good head on her shoulders no and a passion for people, and that's what it takes. All right, uh, we wanted to go back to the the state 4-H roundup just yeah. briefly because we've got some youngsters that are going to go to the national 4-H roundup. That's exciting. Yeah, well, you know, there's a competition called a uh, food showdown, and each county can send two teams to their district contest. Well, Grady County sent our two teams to our district contest and both teams they won first and second at the district contest well at the district contest you can send two team each mm-hmm. district can send two teams to the state contest well so grady county had two teams at the state contest and it was really interesting we won first and second in the state and so we will actually our first place team We'll be going on to nationals. We'll be going on to the national competition in October, and it's held during this uh, the Texas State Fair. All right, and and where's that going to be? In Dallas. In Dallas, at, okay. At this, uh, Texas State well, Fair. Well, let's let's talk about who they are and what they did. Well, um, Food Showdown is a really cool competition. It's a lot like the television show Chop. Mm-hmm. You have a group of three kids. Uh, that are given a basket full of secret ingredients. Um, and I don't know what the secret ingredients were this year, uh, but I do know that uh, 
they take those ingredients and they have to make they have to make a dish out of mm-hmm. it. Sometimes they have to make a an entree. They may have to make a full meal. They and then they have to figure out the nutrition in that. They also are given the prices so that they can figure out the cost per serving uh, on that, which is which is really making making them better consumers mm-hmm. and making them work with whatever's in their household. You know. How many times have you gone home and gone, okay, we every, have... Every day. Yeah, I have I have peanut butter, jelly, and yeah. crackers, so that's what we're having for dinner. So but it, so it really hones those skills. But um, representing Oklahoma this year will be Shane Williamson and Kenlyn Chaney. Katie Jones was on the team that won first, but she attended the national contest last year. She can't attend again, so we are moving the captain from our second-place team up. So Alexandrea Brown will also be attending. And we're looking forward to getting prepared for that and doing some a little extra practice. And All right, that's coming up in October. In October. So uh, keep us posted on that. I sure will. All yeah. right, we wanted to mention some celebrities or people that we might know that – have been 4-H'ers, so Shelby, help us out with that. So a couple of them are Reba McIntyre, Luke Bryan, Julie Roberts, Johnny Bench. There are some presidents and some first ladies. Liz, do you? Yes, uh, Jimmy and Rosalind Carter were both uh, 4-H members. Uh, we want to mention Joe Dorman, just because yes, he's Joe a great Dorman. county guy. <laughs> a great. Former state former, uh, representative, yes, and now yes. with the Oklahoma Institute of Child Advocacy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And he promotes And he 4-H. was a national winner in the entomology project, I, by the way. I think I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he helped us uh, get rid of a cricket at the radio station, and he saved its life. He saved so. its life. <laughs> that, that's, that's like Joe. <laughs> yeah. All right, Liz, Shelby, thank you so much for coming in today and talking to us about uh, Grady County 4-H. They can reach out to you at the extension office. You bet. Uh, what's your they number? Can, they can call you. They can call me at 405-224-2216. And Shelby, how about you if you want someone to someone wants to reach out to you about 4-H? You can come to my school or you can reach me at 405-544-7898. Or give Liz a call and they, she can give and you a And I get can it. get you in touch awesome. with Shelby. Awesome. Sounds mm-hmm. great. Ladies, again, thanks so much. We appreciate it very much. And we want to thank our sponsors for being with us on our Cool Conversation program. And they are Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma.